Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. If you'd like to hear more of The Glitch, you can find him on old episodes of The Legend of Retro. If you'd like to hear more from Danielle, she's guest starred on The Legend of Retro, as well as old episodes of Noiseland Arcade. Uh, if you'd like to hear more from Player One Mickey, uh, you can catch him on old episodes of GameZilla, uh, as well as uh, twitch.tv slash player, the number one, Mickey. If you'd like to hear more from me, Craig WK, you can find me on uh, old episodes of Noobs and Dragons, of course, as well as The Legend of Retro, Noiseland Arcade, and I stream occasionally over at uh, twitch.tv slash Craig underscore WK. And now, enjoy the episode. So, uh, Aegon, Garden, and Elianon, the three of you have just walked out of the, uh, uh, you know, little, uh, chapel, uh, the Chapel of Kesnat Saraz Light, where you talked with Phineas Gracewood, uh, you know, a bit of a newer resident, half-elf, uh, when Elianon spied a rather peculiar-looking animal, in the south end of uh, town, that kind of bounded into the uh, dark woods. Uh, its eyes were bulging. Its kind of snout and muzzle were sort of weirdly corkscrewed. Looked very mutated. And that's where can we I, pick up. Can I tell if Elianod looks uneasy or anything like no, that? I, I'm going to ask you guys. <laughs> did you guys just see that creepy deer? What deer? What the deer, deer that just ran off into the woods. Uh, the one with the bulging eyes? She points into the woods, and you maybe see the, the rustle of bushes, uh, but you didn't initially see it, and so, I mean, you presume it was there. You don't think she's lying. You would roll insight, and you would tell she's yeah, telling let's, the truth. We'll roll insight to see what, what's going you on. You automatically succeed. Know. She's telling the truth. Okay. You didn't see that deer? I didn't Neither see of you deer. saw this deer. I saw They're no talking deer. about creepy animals, and you guys aren't paying attention. I saw none. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. So, right. do you want to? Do you want to go chase after it? Do you want to? You want to check no, it out? Oh, it's creepy. <laughs> could be a clue. Well, we it have could questions be a clue. we need to ask. I mean, you could go into the the south end of town, into the woods, and and see if you can track it down. I start calling for the so, deer. I say, I say, here, dearie, dearie. <laughs> Make a uh, animal handling check with disadvantage. With disadvantage? With disadvantage, please. So what is... Oh, so I got to roll twice, right? You roll twice and take the worst result. Okay. Ooh. If you have advantage, you roll twice and take the best result. Okay. So I got a 14. With a 14, you kind of wave your hand and ask for dearie, dearie to, to come back and... Nothing happens. All right. So how I, about this? A deer did not come, so there must have not have been a deer. <laughs> yeah, okay. okay. How about this? That makes sense. 
Elinod, you're you you you're you're clearly disturbed by what you just seen. I say we we head to the local uh a pub and uh my treat. We get uh, get ourselves a drink and brewery. Yes, to the brewery, and we can be among the sounds people. Maybe keep an ear out, see if we can hear anything. And uh, again, like I said, uh, you know, treat us to to some drinks. I'm good with that. Okay, we can go there. We have some investigating to do anyway. And so you guys walk away from the the forest line uh, that leads to the south of the town, and you guys head over, uh, which takes you no more than a minute or so, to Black Egg Brewery. You guys head inside. Is that right? Uh, what does it look like? Yeah, so uh, it's a small bar. Uh, you guys see that uh, there are quite a few townspeople uh, that seem to be having some drinks. At each table is a uh, large jar of pickled eggs, and it looks like there's like a uh, like a cup at each table that also is for like copper coins to drop in to you know buy eggs as you're taking them. Uh, Behind the bar, though, uh, there doesn't seem to be anyone drinking at the bar. They're at their own tables, the townspeople, mostly human. Uh, You see uh, Goliath. Uh, Goliaths are a race that are very akin to giants. Uh, You see a Goliath uh, who's about seven and a half feet tall. He has gray skin. He's incredibly muscular, just like almost like bodybuilder type. Uh, he's wearing like a, 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 you know, what seems to be like leather, uh, uh, leather armor almost, uh, like kind of a loincloth. Uh, the leather that's like kind of covering his chest is mostly like from like uh, uh, buckles and stuff, like the uh, like the belts. So it's almost like he's shirtless. Uh, and uh, he sees the three of you come in, and he goes, "Hello, welcome to my to my establishment." <laughs> my name is Sal's Oaktrian. Hi, Sal's. My name is uh, Aegon. How are you? Aegon, it's a pleasure to meet you. And he holds out his hand to shake it. Do you shake his hand? Um, I, if I wanted to roll on, because I don't know much about Goliath. If I want to learn more, like, do I? What do I know about Goliath? What nature check. Nature check. Yep. Do you guys want to roll nature check and see what you know about Goliath? I yeah. got an eighteen. 18. Uh, what did you guys uh, get? Ellie and I, uh, Garden? <sighs> got an eight. I got a 13. With an 8, you know that they're uh, uh, a race of humanoids uh, that are big and strong. Uh, with uh, your role, Ellie and I, uh, you would know that uh, uh, they uh, tend to be in colder climates. Uh, that tends to be the their preferred uh, uh, you know, home. They tend to uh, make their home in cold mountain ranges. Uh, for you, though, Aegon, uh, uh, <clears throat> you would know that uh, the Goliath people tend to be more tribal, uh, spiritual. Uh, so they're a little bit more in tune with, like, nature spirits and, you know, their ancestors' spirits, things like that. Okay. Are they fairly intelligent or not oh, so sure. much? Oh, sure, yeah. I mean, they're as intelligent as uh, a human would be, sure. Okay. Um, I do like a fist bump. I don't shake his hand. He responds in kind and does the fist bump, but uh, with, a, his, with his ridiculous strength, he kind of almost pushes you back a little bit uh, as he does the fist bump to you. 
Okay. Aegon, it's a pleasure to meet you. Hi, I'm Elianod. Elianod, it's it's wonderful to have another person in this establishment. And he looks to you, uh, Garden. Uh, well, my, my name is Garden. I, I meet him for the handshake. He gives you way too strong of a handshake, but you are able to kind of reciprocate with your crazy strength. And he says, it's wonderful to have someone else in town who knows the, the merits of a good workout. And he slaps you on the shoulder. <laughs> he says, so what brings you to the town of Lava Cloud Village? Um, we're here visiting a friend. Uh, I would like I would ask him how long has he worked at the brewery? Oh, I opened this establishment maybe about uh, three months ago. Okay. Two and a half, three. And what brought you to the town of Lava Cloud? Uh, roll insight. He says, well, I, uh, you know, decided to get a little bit of fresh air, get away from uh, the, the mountains where I had spent my life. I got an 11. An 11? Yeah. Uh, he seems to be uh, uh, telling the truth. I got, a, well, I got a 19. A 19? And for you, Ellie and I? 14. With a 14? Yeah, he seems to be telling the truth. With a 19? You think there's a little bit more? You think that maybe there's another reason why he left his home? But he's not necessarily lying. It seems like he's just kind of dancing around why he really left his home and opened up shop here. Uh, but he uh, uh, smiles real big at you guys, and uh, he says... I tell you what, for being the first uh, first time in the shop, I'll, your drinks are on me. And he slides you three ales. Okay. I thank him. For yeah, that. they're uh, it's cold enough outside that they're fairly chilly. He must uh, his cellar must be quite cold. Uh, but uh, Sal's uh, looks to the uh, three of you and uh, lets you know that if you need him for anything, you can go ahead and ask. Thank you, friend. Absolutely. I want to know, how long have you been in town? You said you opened your bar three months ago, but have you been in town longer than that? No, I, I think I opened it around the time <laughs> I arrived in town. Uh, maybe a few weeks of uh, prep work, but yeah, it's uh, uh, not been too long. And you like the people around here? The villagers are nice? Oh, they drink very heavy. It's very nice. Good for business. It makes you, you pumped up! <laughs> I'd like to ask him, uh, so Susanna Inn used to serve food, but now since you opened, they no longer serve food. Have they discussed how their feelings are with you about that? Well, they no longer serve drink. Serve drinks, yeah. He says, yeah, uh, I, I, we seem to have come to an understanding. I come into town. I tell them I want to open bar. Uh, she says she's stressed out with the loss of mother. Uh, and so uh, it worked out wonderful. Aside from okay. the dead mother part. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have family in this town, uh, Sal? No, I came to this town all by myself. Okay. What drew you specifically to this place? Uh, something called out to me about it. Tiny, out of the way. Uh, it seemed like a nice place to, to open up a small shop. There was no bar of its own. I had no competition. Have you noticed anything unusual happening in the town? This is unusual. This is, yeah. I, uh, I have uh, uh, many merchants coming and dropping off wine and beer and ale. 
Uh, they tell me that uh, in the... Uh, let's see. He uh, tells you it'd be the northwest. Yeah, he says, yeah, in the northwest. Uh, he says there's a cave that uh, is shining with light. When I asked the townspeople about it, uh, it seems like a dragon used to be there. But the dragon died like 50 years ago. Says it's a bit of a hike. Uh, I guess it's around uh, uh, 30 miles. Take you about a day travel. Mm. Okay. Um, I pour my drink into my flask, and I, I send the empty cup back to him and say thank you. Yeah, he nods. Uh, he says, "Anytime, friend. Anytime. Anything else I can help you out with?" You have any uh notice any do you have any any strange uh, or, or, or or peculiar patrons that uh that, that that visit peculiar patrons no nine nine I would say no uh the the most of the people in this town are happy to just get a few drinks uh there's not a lot of fighting uh they you know mostly are good natured any of course kind I can of imagine I, mean, I can imagine looking at looking at you. I wouldn't want to cause trouble around you. So yeah, uh, that's good. That's, that's Nobody, good to hear. nobody's dumb enough <laughs> to start trouble in my bar. Um, and uh, and you since you you've been here for for a while, is there is there uh any any interesting stories you could tell us? You know, I mean, you know, anything that amuse us with or something that you find fascinating? Very fascinating story for you, indeed. One time. The little merchant who came to drop off blueberry wine. He came in and said that he was having trouble. His back hurt. He couldn't lift the kegs and, and crates and boxes off the back of his cart. So I jumped up there and lifted them myself. What, single-handedly or both hands? I, I, <laughs> I don't remember. I think it was one hand. Because I'm not strong. Nice. Um, I'd like to look look around the bar and see if there's anyone that kind of seems unusual or misplaced or anything like that. Like someone that doesn't seem like the normal town folk. What do I roll for that? Sure. Uh, go ahead and roll insight. If you're looking to get people's kind of how they're acting, if you just want to scan the bar and get a good look of what's going around uh, or what's uh, going on around you, uh, that'd be perception. Okay. I'll just roll insight to see if there's anyone unusual. And that is a 14. 14, it seems like everyone is, uh, uh, you know, in groups. It seems like, you know, they're all residents of this town from what you can tell. Uh, they're all dressed pretty conservatively, you know, pretty uh, uh, simple tunics, uh, you know, not very elaborate. You know, you don't think these are you know, very wealthy people. Uh, but as far as that goes, uh, yeah, nobody seems to stand out or anything. Okay. Uh, with a 14? Yeah, that's about all I can tell you. Uh, did right. you guys want to roll uh, uh, Garden or Elianod? Uh, would you either of you like to roll Perception or Insight? You roll one or the other. Uh, I'll roll uh, Perception. Sure. Perception it is. I, I'll roll Insight. Yeah, 15. Ahead. With a 15, I... It does seem like the, the townspeople, every so often, kind of... 
I wouldn't say give you a dirty look, but they do seem to be like aware that you guys are, you know, like newbies in town. Like they every so often they'll look over at you, and it seems like they're just trying to keep an eye on you. Uh, and what about for you, uh, uh, Garden? I rolled a fifteen as well. With a fifteen. Yeah, they, I mean, it seems like they, they are mindful of your presence. Uh, it doesn't seem like they are, you know, necessarily, like, looking at you super suspiciously so much as just, you think, being cautious. Uh, I walk over to the eggs in the jar. Sure, yeah, there's a, a, a plenty of tables in here, and it seems like a, quite a few of them are empty at the moment. You walked up to the closest one, it's an empty table. Uh, I turn to Sal and I ask him, hey, what's the record for the most eggs eaten in one sitting? Uh, he says, uh, uh, I think uh, uh, one of the farmers ate about like five in one night because he didn't have a meal. And you said they're uh, a copper piece each? They are indeed. All right, I'll take six and I'll eat them. Well done, friend. Well done. I uh... eat six? That seems lightweight for you. <laughs> I take a seventh and I throw it at Garden. Uh, Garden, you're handed an egg. <laughs> I, uh, I was, I, I, I guess I, well, I was handed an egg or I was throwing an egg like. I mean, it's you pickled, so it's not going to shatter or anything. Uh, I mean, if I was handed an egg, I, I'd accept it and uh, I think consume. you should make an athletics check to see if he catches it. That's, that was the question. I, you know. Uh, well, then we're going to have to do this both ways. Uh, <laughs> athletics checks for both of you, one to throw it, and then one to catch it. I got a natural 20. Wow, that's a good throw. Dang it. <laughs> uh, because that's a, because he had a natural 20 to throw it, and it's such a good throw, you have advantage yeah. on your athletics check garden to catch it. So uh, I'll roll twice and take the best? Yep, you sure do. Okay. okay. Oh, thank you. 15. Oh, you God. catch the egg and uh, do you eat it? Oh, I consume it. I consume it kind of like casually, and then I, 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 I grab the jar from another empty table and, and uh, I, I don't know how much uh, purchase I uh, purchase it. Sure, uh, two bottles of blueberry wine. Oh, you want to buy two bottles of blueberry wine? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, they are uh, uh, five gold pieces for each bottle. Okay. Do you have the money for so it? Oh, oh yeah, yeah I do. Wonderful! Knock off ten gold. You have two bottles of blueberry wine. Real fancy. What stuff. about what about a jar of the uh, the eggs? Uh, he says that the jars themselves are not for sale, but you can buy ah. the eggs out of them as you like. Okay, I'll take uh, I'll take I'll take I'll take. I'm gonna up I'm gonna up you uh, friendly competition, and uh, I'll take I'll take ten. And you take 10x. Uh, are you guys familiar with uh, pickled eggs, what they taste like? Gross. Delicious. Uh, I like them. Uh, they're, yeah, they're real salty and vinegary uh, eggs. Like, basically, like, hard-cooked eggs, but salty and kind of vinegary. I would like to use Druidcraft, and every time that Miggy, or I'm sorry, uh, not Miggy, obviously, it's his name is Garden. Every time Garden bites into an egg, it makes a giant crunching noise and disturbs everyone in the in the bar. Uh, sure, it's against him, so, uh, Garden, are you eating the eggs now, or were you saving them anyhow? Uh, I was saving them. 
Oh, well then, what are you up there? <laughs> Anywho. Uh, Sal's asked if there's any other questions you guys have. Uh, how much for the eggs? Uh, the copper piece each. So uh, for 10 of them, it would be a silver piece. I just I, I just have gold. <laughs> uh, he can give you the change. So you give him a gold piece, and he gives you uh, uh, nine silver back. All right. All right. Do you guys have anything else to do on the brewery? Nope. All right. Mm. I uh, I thank Sal again for his hospitality, and I, I leave the bar. Sal's, uh, S-A-L-Z, uh... Oh, Sal's. Sal's, yep. Uh, he, uh, thanks you guys for coming in, buying some stuff, and lets you know that, uh, his, uh, uh, bar is typically open into the late evening. Uh, but, you know, eventually it closes down at night, so, you know, if you want a drink, uh, come on in. But, uh, as you guys head outside, uh, feel free to roll intelligence. So roll a d20. And just add your intelligence modifier, and I can maybe give you a, a hint if you haven't uh, pieced it together yet. I don't see. Oh, just intelligence. Yep. Uh, Eleven. Mine's nineteen. And for you, Garden. Uh, question. I I've got a zero in intelligence. Um, so just this, a D20 regular roll. Just okay, the so, D20 I thought, on its own. so I thought 19. Okay, so uh, for you, uh, uh, Aegon, it's, you know, it uh, seems a little odd. His, his, you know, it, it makes you think of something. Uh, for the, uh, the rest of you, uh, that story about the lights in a cave seems to mesh up with the holy power. That was you were being uh, that was being sensed from the uh, 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 northwest uh, of town, the uh, old dragon cave. Okay. So uh, we haven't searched the blacksmith, right? Isn't there a blacksmith? There the is. Uh, there's a. Uh, as you guys are kind of walking around town, I can tell you it looks like there's a, some kind of magic shop. Uh, the sign says Mana Syrup alchemical, uh, alchemical Reagents. Uh, there is Mithril Menders, the blacksmith. And I think those are the only two places you haven't visited. Yeah, you said there was a small building. Was that the first one you were Yeah, that about? was the Mana Syrup Alchemical Reagents. Did you want to go to the blacksmith? What do you guys want to do? Yeah, let's go to the blacksmith. All right. Sure. So you guys walk on in, and you hear the hammering of uh, somebody working steel. Uh, it's a small blacksmith shop. Uh, looks like a, a lot of it is kind of open air in the back, uh, but it's still really warm because of the the you know smelt going and stuff. Uh, you see a dwarf. Uh, she, as you guys uh, are coming into the store, she kind of sinks a, a an axe into a, a big pot of water. And it hisses and boils and you know steams up, and she has uh, dark goggles on that she kind of pops off the top of her head. She takes off her uh, uh, kind of leather cap, and you see that she's around four and a half feet tall. She has long red hair that's been kind of tied into buns that are covered by the cap. Uh, 
And uh, as she sees you guys, she kind of waves her hammer around and sees you. Uh, she says, Travelers, are you? Yeah, well, we just got here this afternoon. She says, hi, it's uh, nice to meet you. My name's Agnes. Agnes Redforge. Hi, I'm Elianad. Elianad, nice to meet you. My name is Agon. Agon, nice to meet you. And she looks to you. Oh, I'm sorry. I was distracted looking looking around. I, uh, apologies, Agnes. You said uh, I I am um, wow, Garden. Garden, Garden nice to meet you. Oh, now what can I help you with? I got plenty of steel here, armor. What you looking for? Oh, we're just trying to see the town. We have a friend here, and you know we're just talking to some of the townspeople. How long you been here? Oh, I set up my shop maybe about a month ago. The old uh, blacksmith, I guess, passed on, and uh, I was looking for a place for a new shop, and uh, the Payne family directed me here. Have you noticed that all of your shops are run by people who've only been here a little while? Well, I'd never really stopped to think about it, I suppose. Uh, but yeah, a bit of new life in the village. Yeah. And how do you like the townspeople? Is it nice? It's a little quiet. Uh, I mean, they. I'd be more than happy to design out swords and axes for them, but they don't really take to that. They uh, mostly want me to work on horseshoes and, you know, other tiny things like pans and pots and, you know, kind of boring matters, if you would. Have you received any strange requests to uh, make something or smelt something? No, no. Nothing strange. Uh, that's the problem. It's all mundane and bland and boring. She says, now, the three of you strike me as uh, the adventuring types. What with the weapons you got on you? Heavy armor. She looks the garden. Am I in the wrong? Well, has a cat got your tongue? Or are you? And she waves her hammer at you. Garden, you would not be wrong. You would not be wrong. My armor, my armor is 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 made for for protection, for the protection of myself, and most importantly of others. Well, your armor don't cover your ears. Now pay attention. She says, "Now listen up." Over in the north, I hear there's a fortress. Uh, it's about thirty miles to the northeast. They call it the Fortress of Volrock. I heard uh, goblins took it over about 50 years ago. I don't suppose you're looking to travel around the region a bit? We'll be traveling around a bit. As I said, we have a friend in town and we're just kind of trying to experience everything. Oh, experience, I see. Well, if you're looking to experience a bit of uh, danger, well, you head to that fortress of Volrock and you bring me back, uh, you know, some... Stolen goods that the goblinoids left there. I hear the thieves and goblins use the base. And you know what they say about goblins and thieves. Are you looking for anything particular? Anything interesting. Swords. What do they say thieves. about goblins and thieves? That they're thieves, child. Now pay attention. And she waves the hammer in your face. She says, if you bring me back anything, I'll be sure to pay you good money for it. 
It don't do good to have dwarven-made products languishing in a, a miserable cellar that goblinoids have stunk up. Are there goblins still there? Well, that's the thing. I don't really know. I've not been to the fortress myself. Uh, but, I mean, when you have an infestation of goblins, they tend to stick around. Hard to get rid of the buggers. Do you guys have anything else to ask? You would happen to have um, asking for, for my, my friend over here. You haven't heard of any uh, or seen any uh, peculiar uh, like wildlife or anything uh, lurking around? Well, I don't really go hunting, to be honest. Uh, but from what I understand, the few hunters there are in this town, well, they don't go into the woods to the south. They uh, go out of their way to the north. I, uh, I don't really understand. I've not been to the south to know. Uh, but it seems like the townspeople avoid it. Hmm. Do you know anything about the history of the fortress? North to the north? We heard I... something about a lord had passed away. Yeah, from what I understand, uh, uh, the duke of the region died a long time ago. Uh, but about 50 years ago, uh, uh, army of <laughs> goblins was amassing. Uh, apparently, they destroyed some village uh, far to the north. I don't really know its name or nothing. Uh, but uh, yeah, the goblins were a big problem. Uh, but something happened. They went to war. They got destroyed. Maybe infighting. Goblinoids don't tend to have armies for long. Hmm. Okay. Thank you so much. And she oh. nods and she says, Oh, absolutely. Now you remember, yep. if you're at the Fortress of Volrock, you be on the lookout for dwarven-made goods. Okay, thank you. We will. And she waves her hammer around uh, as you now, guys you are heard... walking away. What? Uh, now, have you heard of any um, any any stories or any travelers or even yourself? Um, anything in the uh, the southern southern uh, area, southern region? She shakes her head. She says, no, just that it seems like it's avoided. Uh, I don't really care too much about superstition in town. I don't really pay it much mind. Understood. understood. Thank you. Thank you. Sorry, I I... Yep, and I say I appreciate your time, and I leave. The dwarf nods, and she doesn't really pay you guys too much mind as she uh, gets back to her hammering. Uh, and you hear the clanking of steel as you guys walk outside. All right, gang. I think all things point to us going to this place in the north. So, yeah, you guys know of uh, three places so far. Uh, and you haven't gone to the magic shop yet, but uh, uh, you might learn something else there. But you guys know of a cave 30 miles to the northwest uh, where lights have been flashing and apparently divine energy is coming from. There's an abandoned chateau about 15 miles to the southwest. Uh, that's, you know, apparently on the creepy side. Uh, and then otherwise, there's the fortress of Volrock 30 miles to the northeast. Uh, so you have fortress, caves, Abandoned mansion. Um, so we can check out the uh, the magic shop. What do you guys? Uh, yeah, we can check out the magic shop. We're just not going to the south yet. I don't want to see any more creepy animals at this point. That's fair. I mean, I was I was kind of thinking that the south would be an interesting place to to start, just to observe. Not you know. Did you see the deer? Because if deer? you didn't see it, what then deer? we're not. No, 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 no. If you didn't see the creepy deer. You told me you didn't see it, and you, you don't get to weigh in. Hey, guys, did you see a deer? 
I say we all split up, right? <laughs> Listen to this. Yes. Okay, uh, so Ellie and I go south towards the deer because I just said I'm not going deer. towards the deer. I go north. I'm not going towards that creepy deer. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. Let's check out the magic shop and see okay. what's going on there. You guys good with that? Yeah, we'll yeah. go to yeah, the magic good, shop. So you guys head down the road to right. Mana Syrup Alchemical Reagents. It's a tiny little shop. Uh, as you guys open the door, you see an old woman. Uh, she's a stout halfling. Uh, she's about three feet tall. She's real round. Uh, she has wispy white hair, bright colored spectacles, uh, and uh, like the frames themselves are kind of a, an eccentric blend of colors. And she has kind of uh, a little on the chubbier side, but wrinkled flesh. Uh, she turns around and uh, sees the three of you. She goes, why, hello. Hi, I'm Elianod. Elianod, I'm my a, name I'm, is Glenda Monasyrup. Glenda, it's a pleasure to meet you. My name is is Garden. Garden? How are you doing today? Oh, quite well. Uh, she says, hey, God, nice to meet you, too. I have a lot in my shop that would be of interest to travelers. Help yourself. Take a look around. Uh, her shop is filled with vials of chemicals, bags of herbs. Uh, she's fairly old. She seems to be having a bit of a hard time getting around. She's kind of walking with a, a small little tiny cane. Uh, but uh, yeah, it seems like she has uh, uh, potions and reagents and stuff of that nature. Um, can I roll to see if I can tell what's wrong with her leg that she needs the cane for? Yeah, roll medicine. She's old. She's old. <laughs> I, mean, she um, is old. I got a 23. With a 23, it seems like, yes, it, it's, uh, uh, if you had to wager, I guess, without doing like an in-depth uh, uh, investigation there, Doc, it seems like she's getting on in age. It looks like her, her legs just ain't what they used to be. You know, okay. you think that uh, her running an alchemical kind of shop like this and, you know, being into herbalism, she likely takes any medicine that would help her. Uh, so it's just, yeah, she's getting on in age. Okay. There's nothing I could assist her with. You don't think so. Okay. Uh, from uh, all the herbs and stuff you're seeing in this uh, little apothecary shop, uh, it seems like she's probably a, a pretty good source for such matters as well. Okay. So I'm going to ask her, so your name is Monasyrup. Did you, so you own this place? Well, indeed, I own this. I opened it up maybe about a month, month and a half ago. Um, I... So, you don't seem like you're getting around too well. This isn't a little too much for you to handle? Well, I couldn't quite afford retirement on its own, and this is my trade. And so I decided to just open this little shop up and... I figured I'd, uh, you know, putz around in the shop and keep busy uh, during my twilight years. Do you get a lot of sales from the townspeople? Oh, a surprising amount, dear. Uh, they come in looking for issues involving backaches or muscle pain or, or maybe they've hurt themselves on a hunting trip or some such nonsense. I usually am of help in those situations. Do you have anybody that asks you for anything strange? Anything strange? Yeah, anything out of the ordinary? Any type of potion that you wouldn't normally sell? Well, you know, it's funny you say that. 
there was a gentleman, oh, maybe about, oh, maybe it's been about a half a month, a few weeks at this point. Uh, a gentleman, older man, uh, he seemed to have come from the south. Uh, the old man was having a little bit of trouble remembering things. Uh, and so he was looking for herbs that, you know, uh, would be of, of help with that. I didn't have anything in stock, uh, but I let him know that from, from what I can tell of this region, uh, it seems like the southwest area would be the right terrain for, for such herbs. Uh, but he seemed to have a little bit of trouble getting around, and maybe he forgot, but he kind of putzed off after that. Hmm. Do you know what herbs would help with uh, people needing to remember things? Well, yes, there's a, an herb. Uh, it has many names, but uh, uh, in, in our trade, it's known as forget-me-not. She describes it as a, a purple-leafed uh, herb that grows out of the ground. Uh, she says it's a very distinct appearance, uh, but it's also very rare. Uh, it can help with memories and memory loss. Uh, but yes, it's hard to find. Okay. Do you notice that people around here forget a lot? Well, I mean, that was the only person who, who came in complaining of such matters, but, uh, that's all I really know. I'm afraid I, I don't have memory issues myself, you see. Oh, uh, regarding, oh, oh, I'm sorry. You have more questions. Oh, go ahead. Uh, regarding the, uh, the, the, the hunting, um, the, 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 uh, honey, uh, the hunters, um, oh, yes. what kind of wounds did they, did they need to be treated? Oh, it's simple things. It's nothing, you know, too dangerous that maybe a trap went off in their hand or, or maybe a stray arrow hit them. Uh, you know, maybe, uh, uh, an animal got a little too close, uh, they didn't seem to be deep wounds, light things. Can I roll insight? You sure can. Oof. You're the nine. Well, the nine, she seems to be telling the truth. Thank you. What'd you get there, not? What? <laughs> I got a one. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, first of the day. Which means that it's just a regular failure. You uh, cannot tell if she's lying. Uh, you presume she's telling the truth. Uh, were you rolling garden or are you not too concerned? Uh, a 10 for me. A 10? Seems to be telling the truth. Um, Did you guys need to browse around to see if there's anything you need? Well, I wanted to speak to her, uh, ask her... Um... Uh, what kind of for for travelers and adventurers? Um, mm -hmm. What kind of uh, potions would you recommend that um, you know that we uh, should take with us? Well, potions of healing, I should say. Uh, potions of healing are are about the most basic you can get for traveling and adventuring. I would think uh, they're fifty gold apiece. Uh, mechanically, they heal two d four plus four hit points. Uh, but 50 gold is a fair amount of gold for beginning adventurers, so you might not have that on you. Nope, I spent all my money on eggs. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just wanted to ask, what specifically brought you to this town? 
Well, uh, I uh, have always been acquainted with the Payne family. And uh, uh, old Arnold Payne there, the young man, uh, apparently had come to this uh, little town. And, well, there was a, a market for someone with my skill set. Oh, okay. It's not easy setting up a shop, especially if there's going to be competition. So it was a, a simple matter to me. How many other businesses have uh, opened? You said you've been uh, you've been open for about around a month, month and a half. How many other businesses have opened uh, around that same time? Well, quite a few, I think. Uh, uh, the townspeople were make, making a big deal of it. I really don't pay too much attention. I don't go to the bar at my age, and uh, uh, I don't really need anything at the blacksmith shop. So, you know, it wasn't really anything for me to worry about. Uh, but yes, the townspeople were talking about how it was exciting having so many people move in. Thank you so much for your time. And she nods, and uh, Glenda lets you know that if she needs any, or if you need anything, uh, to come on in, and she'll be happy to help you out. I give her a silver piece and thank her for her information. Yeah, she nods, and she says, oh, bless you, dear. And you guys walk outside. Okay, so when we get outside... Have you guys noticed, so this is what we know. All of these businesses are owned by people that are connected with the Payne family. Yeah. All of these mm -hmm. businesses have opened in the past few months. Mm -hmm. Does that not seem suspicious that we're working for a family that's got this kind of going on? Right. That's not suspicious to any of you? Because essentially the only business or people that haven't just recently moved in was the was the inn was the inn yeah so should we be suspicious which is of the where family? which is where people seem to be staying and disappearing right well right i mean here's the thing you guys already kind of know that the Payne family is mildly suspicious you guys were set to be either executed or imprisoned depending on your guys's backstory which i'm sure none of you guys want to lay on the table right here for the <laughs> others uh and that's understandable however the judge who uh, uh, was a tiefling apparently owed something to the Payne family, and the Payne family wanted you wanted people to look into this weird matter. And so, yeah, that's they're they're a powerful family. That's probably concerning in some capacity. But whether it has a lot to do with the strange things happening in this town is another matter, of course. So there's no does... other. Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was gonna say so. There's no other buildings in this town that we haven't visited. I mean, those are the only businesses that are around that you you see in this little okay. uh, hamlet. But there's like, okay. is there like a residential area? No, the the really the I mean, there looks like there's maybe the occasional home here, but uh, by and by, it's mostly like farming communities surrounding this village, except okay. in the south. From what you understand, there's like not a whole lot in the south, but otherwise, the rest of the area is filled with like farming communities, orchards, uh, you know livestock things like that uh and that this is just sort of like the kind of their little main street okay well i just want it noted to the two of you right now that the Payne family this just ups my suspicion of them and as much as we need to look into the weird things that are happening i think we just really really need to stay cautious about what we're being told by all of these people as well okay i mean everything arnold told us seemed you know 
Oh, I don't, I don't necessarily think that he told us everything that we needed to know, but I also don't think everyone's being very forthright either. All of them seem a little suspect to me. That's completely fair. Uh, but do keep in mind as well that with your insight checks, it seemed like Arnold Payne was genuinely happy to have you guys looking into these weird things. He seems concerned for this town. Whether that's self-serving of him or not is another matter, of course. But regardless, uh, you guys are, uh, you know, have talked to a bunch of the people. Dinner is soon to be prepared. Would you guys like to head to the uh, inn and uh, eat and spend the night? Yeah. Did you, did you guys want to ask Arnold anything since we know some information more about the town, or do you just want to go, go to back the... and talk to him? I don't think we should talk to Arnold. I'm gonna okay. I'm naturally <laughs> suspicious, and I'm suspicious of of him because he's a pain specifically. I don't think we should necessarily ask him anything because I don't think we've gotten enough information to do that. That's fair. Uh, however, if you'd like, you can even have the others talk to Arnold, and you can just try to roll insight on the side and try to gauge him. Uh, if you guys don't want to do that, you don't have to. It's whatever you'd like to do. I'm good with just going to the inn. Garden? What? Yeah, I, yeah, I'm I'm good with going to the inn. I mean, you know, clearly, clearly, uh, Elanad is, uh, you know, a bit bit wound up still from the deer. Uh, maybe you know, getting a good night's rest uh, will maybe help uh, help us gather absorb what we got gathered today. Oh. Yes. I wasn't in a uh, challenging match eating eggs. I think I have a pretty clear head. You guys are all groggy from all the eggs you were eating. Uh, anyway, uh, well, so so Garden didn't eat any eggs, right? He just I didn't eat. Yeah, I, I I took it with me. I didn't eat them. Yeah, but you were still challenging Aegon, so don't play those games. You guys are going to get into a pissing contest. Right. Don't pretend like I'm the one that doesn't have a clear head. All right, are we sure we want to <laughs> stay at the end? It's paid for. It's a yeah. meal. I yeah. think we should stay there. So you guys are headed to the end? We head to the end. Absolutely. So you guys go to the end, and uh, you have a little bit of time. It looks like some villagers have come in. Uh, It seems like uh, uh, this is almost like a restaurant to them, where they come in and have a meal. Uh, It looks like, you know, maybe only a few villagers at a time come here, aside from you three. Uh, Otherwise, it doesn't seem like anyone else is staying at the inn. It's just the three of you. And you guys uh, come in, sit down. You guys kind of talk amongst yourselves, trying to figure out where what your next steps are going to be. Uh, and a meal comes out. It looks like, uh, uh, you know, uh, the, the large ovens in the back have prepared, uh, uh, eh, let's see. Uh, looks like, uh, like a, uh, turkeys. A uh, few turkeys have been prepared. And so that gets brought out with like, you know, potatoes and some vegetables, you know, a pretty well-rounded big meal. And uh, it's sort of sort of family style where like, you know, one turkey's at one table, another turkey's at another, and you guys just sort of carve up and help yourselves. And so you guys are eating. And uh, you guys do have an opportunity to uh, uh, ask uh, uh, Miss Charlotte Foster any questions if you have any, uh, but otherwise she's just going about her business. I reach in my bag and grab one uh, one pickled egg and crumble it over my potatoes. And you crumble up a pickled egg over the potatoes and start eating. Knock off uh, one of those, uh, you know, pickled eggs. A very finite resource. Uh, and uh, so the three of you are eating. Is there anything you guys want to do uh, before you go to bed? 
uh, you obviously have quite a bit of time, uh, but it's still being kind of the tail end of winter. Uh, it does get dark fairly early. So, you know, it's probably time-wise, I'd say, like, uh, after dinner. And it's pretty dark outside. It's pretty much pitch black. I think we should uh, sit for a moment and uh, maybe continue the conversation of introducing our, or getting to know each other maybe a, a little more, version. If you guys would like to explain anything about your guys' uh, backstory or anything, you're certainly welcome to. Uh, though... I can't imagine you three are really keen on divulging any information. So I feel like Not that conversation story. is, we should get to know each other. Yeah, we should. Yeah, <laughs> we really should. All right, that's time. <laughs> so Garden, uh, what's what's up with you? What's your history? Uh, <laughs> well, you know, my, 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 my history is rather, uh, rather, uh, no, rather, rather uh, complicated. Yeah, uh, uh, it's just you know, uh, your family. You know, you know, a family can be you know not too, you know, not too uh, on good terms with them. Let's just put it like that. Um, just you know, really uh, you know, gain my independence, just being on my own, trying to uh, trying to help uh, try to help others. Uh, that's the purpose of you know newfound focus of my life just helping others defending those who can't defend themselves and you know i don't care about that why were you in jail all three of you make perception checks jeez 19 11 19 11 uh nine nine all three of you hear something uh, it kind of loudly echoes. Uh, with a 19, it sounds like uh, maybe like a wolf's howl coming from the south, uh, Elianot. And it doesn't sound especially close, uh, but it's fairly loud and it echoes. And the townspeople seem to kind of, uh, uh, you know, stand out, you know, kind of like get nervous, stand, you know, uh, stand at attention a bit. Uh, if you guys want, you can. Uh, there's a few rolls you can make. You can make a nature check on the howl. You can make a insight check on the patrons. Uh, or if there's something else you'd like to roll or know, I can. You can do that instead. Roll for insight. Uh, what were you rolling, Aegon? Uh, nature. All right, and for you, Eliana. I guess I'll roll insight. I got a nine. And what'd you get uh, there, uh, Garden? Six. With a nine and a six, it seems like the uh, the villagers that are uh, in here having a meal are nervous. I mean, it was kind of scary, the noise. Uh, what'd you get for nature? Twelve. With a twelve. Doesn't quite sound like a wolf. Sounds different. Uh, sounds lower. I... Uh, Maybe the uh, the wolf is rather large. Hard to tell, but it doesn't sound like a wolf you've ever heard. And the people, <laughs> the people in the inn noticed it as well. Oh yeah, absolutely. I they I mean it was, uh, I it kind of made everyone stand on at like you know at attention and you know kind of it seems like they're nervous. And then a few moments pass of silence. 
and then conversations kind of continue and it looks like they start to finish up their meals and seems like a lot of them are heading home or maybe a few are going to the bar. Is that your dear Elinard? Sounded like a wolf to me. Sounded more than a wolf. Yeah. People pack up their stuff, they pay for their meal, and uh, they thank uh, Charlotte, who, you know, tells them to come again. Uh, and the inn is pretty much empty at this point. Uh, it's now um, the three of you and catch, her. Am I able to catch one of the people that were at the inn before they leave and ask them if they've heard that howl before? Yeah, you stop uh, 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 what looks to be like a middle-aged couple. They're maybe in their 40s. Uh, you know, they're human. You stop them. Uh, and the uh, guy goes, uh, stranger, what you want? Uh, yeah, I, I just heard something unusual that would almost sound like a howl, but different. Did did you catch that? Well, there are wolves in the area. Uh, you know, got to keep an eye on the livestock. Uh, you know, it always helps to have some dogs around the farm, but uh, eh, nothing out of the ordinary that, you know, no other town would be dealing with. All right, can I roll insight? You sure can. Natural 20. Oh, yeah, he uh, uh, is, in a sense, telling the truth with the natural 20. From a certain point of view, he's right. You know, there are wolves in rural areas that stands to reason. Yeah, you know, keep an eye on your livestock. He's not lying to you. But that howl came from the south, and you think that that's what has him a little on edge. Uh, the fact that it came from the south. Okay. I, uh, I part ways with him. Yeah, he, he kind of nods in your direction. He says, uh, take care, stranger. And him and his wife take off, and it looks like they're maybe heading to the bar. So, Eleanor, I think uh, I think I will agree with your earlier statement. Um, I don't think we want to start with the South. I don't think we want to start there. Oh, did that wolf howl scare you? Uh, that did not sound natural, and I've spent a lot of time in nature, and uh, I, yeah, that uh, so much like the deer that wasn't natural. You think what that wasn't deer? a natural wolf? What deer? I saw no deer. That's Hang because on, you weren't paying deer? attention. You weren't paying attention. So you guys Just bicker for a bit, and uh, Charlotte eventually comes by and picks up the the plates and you know puts away food and whatnot. Uh, and Charlotte lets you know. She says. Well, the three rooms, uh, three of the five rooms on the second floor are yours. She says, uh, uh, you know, my room's on the first floor. If there's emergencies, you can come down and give my room a knock. And she lets you know it's uh, a room uh, uh, near the back door to the kitchen is another door, and that's where she stays. Uh, she says, now, you don't have keys to your room. You have latches. So just, you know, latch up when you get in your room. All right, so I go to my room? Yeah. So I go to my room. I go to my room. Absolutely. So you guys go to your rooms, and they're very small. This is a very tiny inn. You can tell that this is kind of backwoods, you know, kind of country living, essentially. Uh, so in each of your rooms, I'll explain this for all of you, since they're all pretty identical. Uh, you have a, uh, uh, a small, like, dresser nightstand, a desk, uh, it looks like there is a, a you know a chair 
not even a, a table or anything to really set anything on next to the chair, uh, and a bed. Uh, but aside from that, it's a pretty cramped room. It's not especially big. Uh, and sure enough, there is. There's like a chain latch on the inside, but there's no key, no keyholes for any of the rooms. Okay, so, you guys so I, get... latch... What's that? I latch my door. Yeah, so you head in, and uh, uh, Aegon, you latch up the uh, the, the door to your uh, room there. Uh, Ellie not in garden. I take it you guys latch up the, the, the rooms, lock up? Yep. All right. Latch the door. Yep, latch mine. Is everybody heading to bed? Is there anything you guys are doing? Anything I need to know? Um, I'd like to roll to see if there's any kind of magic. What would that be, Arcana? Arcana! Okay. If you want to sense any kind of magic that might be going on in here, sure. That is a two. With a two, you do not sense any magic. I uh, Garden, in your room, you've latched up. You take off your armor, I imagine, before you go to bed. Uh, if you try to sleep in armor, you'll get a level of exhaustion, and it becomes harder and harder to go day after day of mm -hmm. getting hit with levels of exhaustion. So you need your rest, so you take off your armor. Uh, and, yeah, you're in your room. It's tiny. You've sort of, you know, tossed your armor and belongings onto the, the chair. Uh, maybe put your backpack onto the desk. Uh, what uh, Anything you want to do before you go to bed? Um, no one to do as far as like, you know, uh, a prayer or, um, or like, is it like prayer meditation or whatnot? Sure. You can make some prayers. Uh, absolutely. Go ahead and make a religion check. Let me know what you get. Six. Wow. Six. Uh, with a six, <laughs> uh, you say your prayers. I mean, it's, there's no issues with that. Uh, but as far as that goes, yeah, uh, you say in your prayers. No big deal. Elianot, how about for you? I'd like to look around the room, like look at the room, see what's in there. Investigation. Okay. I'm a 13. With a 13, you look around. It doesn't look like any other residents have left things behind. Uh, but it does look like in the desk there's some parchment paper and an inkwell. Uh, so if you want to write uh, uh, any letters or anything, you certainly can. I, uh, you're, you know, kind of sitting around, uh, you're looking through drawers and yeah, it doesn't look like there's a whole lot of anything in here aside from what you've brought with you. I, uh, with the 13, you don't really find anything else. Okay. All right. I take my totem. I set it on the dresser and I go to bed. Head to bed. Garden? Uh, I go to bed as well. Absolutely. Ellie and I, going to bed. I'm going to go to bed as well. The three of you go to bed. All three of you roll a d20 for me. Just a d20 on its own and let me know what you get. Two. I got a three. What'd you get there? Uh... <laughs> I got a I got a natural one. A one, two, and a three! Oh, that is the worst omen for this group <laughs> I have ever heard in my life. I was excited about the, the two and the three, and you give me a one. Garden, make me a perception check. Twelve. Garden, with a twelve, late into the night, you wake up abruptly. You just kind of shoot out of bed, 
and you get like a, a weird feeling. Like you didn't, you don't think your sleep was very restful. Uh, but it's only, you know, maybe halfway through the night. It's hard to tell. It's, you know, pitch black. Uh, you get up and look out the window. And you see that the uh, the tavern is closed. So it's quite late. Uh, doesn't look like there's, you know, anybody that you see outside or anything. Uh, however, as you are sort of s- scanning around the, the horizon... Uh, your eyes catch the glimpse of the south end of town. Uh, It's a little hard to see from your window, but you see a little bit of it. And uh, as you're sort of looking into the, the, the kind of the wood line of the south, you get a nasty feeling like you're being watched. With a 12, you peek out and you know, look, and, and there couldn't possibly be anybody, certainly nobody sentient looking at you through this window. Uh, but you don't have dark vision. So all you see is empty blackness and you have this nasty feeling like something's watching you. And as you're kind of standing at the window, you know, trying to figure out why you're feeling like this, I... Uh, you get the unmistakable unmistakable impression that at the south end of town, near the wood line, you see the shadows kind of shift and waver a bit as if something large is moving around. And that's where we're going to go ahead no! and pause today's session. <laughs>